Hey everyone, hanging out here in the dungeon of my home office and the topic of calories and energy balance and what a calorie is and isn't came up in class the other day. I thought it'd be a good topic to bring up because there's a lot of confusion about it and a lot of different misconceptions within the fitness and nutrition industry. So again, I just thought I'd share my input on it. So I've written about this in the past and I've written about it incorrectly. So if you ever read any of my blog posts from five years ago or so, you can kind of disregard it because I've certainly changed my mind since then. But that's what any good scientist should do is to adapt their opinion based on new evidence that comes to surface. So when we talk about calories and what a calorie is, and if all calories are created equal, all those other different kinds of um, catchphrases around it, a calorie is just a unit of heat. That's how we measure and quantify heat, particularly within the body. So when we talk about calories, we're just describing units of kind of potential energy. So any amount of food that we eat um, is really just putting in energy into the system. So in the context of weight loss, it's always going to be dependent on the current energy status and transfer of energy within the body. Meaning the only way to lose weight is to be in a caloric deficit and not just for a single day, not just for a few hours. It has to be continued, a continued state of energy balance or energy deficit for an extended period of time for, for someone to actually lose weight. Um, and that, that calorie deficit needs to occur regardless of the macronutrient distribution. So you can create a caloric deficit, whether or not you're on a high fat diet, whether you're on a low fat diet, low protein, high protein, it doesn't matter. If you're strictly trying to lose weight, all you need to do is create a caloric deficit through whatever combination of macronutrients that you want to. Now, with that being said, generally a lot of people have other goals in mind other than just losing weight. So even if we look at manipulating someone's body composition, that alone um, usually is going to require specific macronutrient ranges and distributions in order to facilitate any kind of change of body composition. So if someone wants to increase lean body mass, put on muscle through training, generally a slight caloric surplus in combination with a higher protein intake of a, at least I'd say 1.2, 1.4 grams per kilogram of body weight is going to be needed in order to elicit that kind of adaptation. Now, if someone wants to lose body fat and increase muscle at the same time, it's doable, very, very challenging, and someone really has to be dialed in with the amount of calories that they're consuming so again, if they're, if they're actually losing weight, generally they have to be in a caloric deficit. And then pairing that with a really, really high protein intake you know, can be a way to put on lean body mass while reducing body fat at the same time. Uh, again, it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna require a lot of work to, to really do that. So generally people will, will only do one or the other. Put on lean body mass or lose body fat, but not to say it can't be done to do both at the same time. So again, a calorie is a calorie, no matter how you look at it, no matter if it's coming from protein, carbohydrates, or fats in the context of weight loss. Now, what uh, different macronutrient ranges and combinations can do for, like we've already established with manipulating body composition is one thing. 
or some people let's focus on endurance athletes might function better on a high carbohydrate diet so they can maximize um, glycogen levels and glucose availability within the body because that's a go-to fuel source for those types of athletes uh, or if someone is suffering from epileptic seizures they might respond better to a ketogenic type of diet so Again, different types of calories and sources of calories, whether we're talking about proteins, carbohydrates, you know, fats, they can elicit different kinds of responses within the body outside of how they influence weight loss. Whether it's, again, improving performance, uh, improving cognitive function. If someone's diabetic, obviously they have to be much more cognizant of carbohydrate intake, preferably reducing them as much as possible or at least keeping them uh, quite stand, what quite lower than what someone normally would consume, and then even focusing on specific types of carbohydrates. So, again, a, a calorie is a calorie in the context of of energy transfer and caloric content or energy content of someone's diet intake. But different macronutrient combinations, as I already said, can can create different kinds of responses within the body, which can influence performance, body composition, health, gut health, uh, immune function, all kinds of different, again, physiological responses within the body. So that's kind of my two cents on what a calorie is and how manipulating calorie intake versus calorie expenditure can influence changes in body weight and other facets of health and performance.